crazy time we living in right now, guys. And seems like we just keep making it, making it, making it, making it, making it more worse. So I'm just gonna start this podcast off by saying, uh, R.I.P. to anybody out here lost by gun violence. It's not good. Put the guns down. All right, welcome everybody back to the Prez Remo show. I'm your host Remo. It's episode 18. Um, I'm gonna talk about some family on this one. Also, um, talk about the presidency because Biden won. Trump got Trump got what two months left? He's out of office, kicking and screaming. How we gotta go? So. I know a lot of everybody is looking forward to that. So, um, shout out to that. Uh, With that being said, uh, we also talk about gun violence and shit because there got to be something we got to do about all the people dying, you know? There's a lot of people that just die out here in the streets regularly. But, you know, two rappers slain in less than one week. It's just... It's wild. It's different times we in. You know what I'm saying? So, we're going to talk about that as well. We're going to touch base on that. Um, with that being said, uh, we're going to do what we do. So, let me, let's go do that. Let's go do that. Let's go do that. And I'll be right back. Let's go do that. I'll be right back. All right, everybody. You've been doing that spring cleaning. COVID-19 got you in the house. You know, you ain't doing much. So, you taking things down, putting up some new stuff. How about you put up some new pictures? I got the perfect place to go get those pictures. Head over to airtothestreet.darkroom.tech and go grab you some prints. Go get you a frame picture. Go get you a canvas. I got some dope shots in New York City up there. It's all over the place. And if you use the promo code REBIRTH, you would get free shipping on your entire order. That's REBIRTH, R-E. B-I-R-T-H Hit that promo code At the end of your checkout You get free shipping On the entire order So With that being said It's only a couple of those Like maybe 25, 50 So make sure you tune in Make sure you get your prints Make sure your house looks nice Tell them President Mo sent you So there's a friend of mine, right? Let's call him Bob. Well, Bob creates photos. Not just any photos, but stunning photos that I can see on your wall. It's okay, because Bob sees it too. So Bob joined Darkroom. Now Bob's photos can be purchased and shipped to you. You just need to visit bobcreatesphotos.darkroom.tech. There you'll be able to grab any photo that Bob creates. For independents like me right now, that's currently navigating difficult times, it sure will help. And I'm sure Bob appreciates it. So visit bobcreatesphotos.darkroom.tech. Grab you a photo. You spring cleaning anyway. Now let's get back to the show.
What up, everybody? It's been a it's been a week. It's been a week since we last talked. Um, dropped last Friday. Um, it's Thursday though now. Um, it's Thursday. I was gonna wait till Friday, but you know, a lot of things been on my brain, so I figured, you know, why not come out here and tell you guys how I feel? You know, you know. Plus, I miss you guys. I'm sure you guys miss my little ugly ass voice. Um, that being said, uh, Joe, Joe Biden, Joe Biden is the 46th president of the United States. Um, yeah, we gotta go through some recounts in states like, uh, Georgia and Pennsylvania and things like that. But, uh, no, I don't know about Pennsylvania, but I know Georgia's doing a recount. Um, they said it was too close to call. Um, so, the way I see it is like, Biden's going to win regardless because he won other states that would have put him over the presidency um, or would have put him over 270 electrical electrical, electrical college votes. <laughs> um, so, Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. Did I say that right again? I always say it wrong. I'm gonna get cursed out. Someone's gonna curse me out. But yes, um, we have new presidents, elects, vice president elects. So, dropping Pence is gone. Shout out to Biden Harris. Um, I'm excited. Trump, Trump's like a real big loser, man. <laughs> um, on Saturday Night Live, uh, Jim Carrey was playing Biden again and uh hit him with the good old loser line from the mask and it's kinda how I felt. I was about to hit I was about to hit him with it, but I was like, you know what? Nah, it ain't even worth it. Um so fuck him. Fuck Trump, he's gone. Um we got about seventy days until he's gone. Inauguration is January twentieth, two thousand and twenty one. A lot of people didn't know that, though. A lot of people assumed that he was just automatically out of office that day. And it makes me wonder, like, where you guys been? You know, you guys been paying attention to school or something, because everybody knew what inauguration day it was. Though we all knew, but it is what it is. Um, people just got to remember, we didn't vote for Biden-Harris. It was more or less we voted against Trump picks. Um, Biden Harris has a lot to do and a lot to work on and a lot to to show not only the country but the black community. Um, we turned out for this vote. This vote changed because of us. Because it was clear to see a lot of people thought what Trump did in his first term it wasn't wrong. It wasn't bad enough for them to Say, you know what? I can't vote against this guy. Like, I was watching a, a a clip of a video on CNN. Or it was from CNN. I was watching it on Twitter. But Chris Cuomo was literally talking to uh, somebody that's running for Senate, I think it was, in, in, like, Kansas or some shit. But the motherfucker gonna ask him. Cuomo gonna ask him. So, you know... If somebody was accused of being, you know, uh, uh, 
misogynistic, a rapist, you know, a racist and all that stuff, would you have to vote for him? And then the man actually took time in his head to think, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to vote for this person or not. And that just tells you everything that's wrong with this country. You really got to sit and take a think to ask yourself, is this the person I'm going to deal with? Is this the person I want to be running our country? Is this the role model I want for our kids? Is this the leader that I want? And if you couldn't tell yourself, you know what? No, that's not the person. Then you really got some something to do with yourself. You really got something to talk to yourself about because ain't shit that I could do. And they should, this podcast could do. This is definitely something you got to take up with God at that point because you're a different breed of person. And I don't know. That's scary. That's fucking scary, bro. Just to think that these people out here that thought what Trump did in his first term was okay. I understand this things that Trump did that was okay. But still, that man was not presidential at all. Not by the, in the light of, the slightest. Like Bush might not have been the smartest nigga. But Bush was was president. He was a president. That presidential club is never gonna look the same. The the former presidents, a lot of living presidents it's going to be different. You know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is on that one. But, six months tops, Biden. Six months top, me on your ass. I just hope that um, you can make America great again. <laughs> I hope you can make America great again because this nigga Trump made it worse. I thought he was in a crazy spot four years, but... Nigga Trump made it worse. Like the racist is just out now. That shit crazy. But yeah. Anyway. That's fucking wild. That's fucking wild. Also in the news, you know what I'm saying? Um King Vaughn was killed Saturday night, early Sunday morning. Um, a lot of people don't know who King Vaughn is. Maybe especially a lot of people that don't listen to my podcast. Um, but King Vaughn is an up-and-coming rapper, or was an up-and-coming rapper from Chicago, um, who was murdered in Atlanta, outside of a hookah lounge in Atlanta. Also this week, um, Boosie Badass. Uh, everybody know Boosie. I ain't D-E-P and E-N-T. Everybody know Boosie. Um... But yeah, Boosie, I mean, I know it's a Webby song, but anyway, Boosie, Trill Entertainment, Boosie, uh, he, his artist, MO3, is gone now, uh, after being shot and killed on the freeway in broad daylight, yesterday, you know, it's just like, I don't even know what to say, bro, like, in the case with Vaughn, that was a fist fight. That's how I pulled out a gun. In the case with MO3, the man's on on the highway. He literally was ready to leave his car right there sitting on the highway and started to run down the freeway and was shot in the back. 
We all out here talking about Black Lives Matter and police brutality and all this shit. But we dead ass out here killing our own continuously, killing our own people. And we call ourselves supposed to be wanting to change. That's not being a change we want to see. That's literally doing exactly what they expected for us to do. We don't get anything good out of that. As as African Americans, like, how does that make someone grow? Now, two, now six kids literally are with our parents. Because Vaughn had three. MO3 had, had three. Like, I, I'm not talking about this shit because, like, I'm, I was there, a fan of their music. I didn't listen to it. Like, I heard a couple verses of Vaughn's before uh, he passed. I haven't really went and listened to much stuff afterwards. And in the case of MO3, I didn't even know who he was until I watched a podcast interview, um, Hotboxing with Mike Tyson. Where Mike Tyson was talking to Boozy, well, Boosie and um, freaking uh, Mo Three was there. You know what I'm saying? He had a little words to say, and it was like, oh, okay, growth. I love this. I love to see people getting a chance. You know what I'm saying? Getting that cosign and being able to, you know, get heard. And I didn't go tap into his music after that. You know what I'm saying? But still, just the fact that, like, damn, man. These, 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 they, they kids. 26, 28. It's, it's fucking wild, man. So my advice to anybody, I know you, you love the hood. It's always good to look back. But get the, get out the hood, bro. Get out the hood, man. Get out and stay out. We don't want nothing to happen to you, man. Got it? Good. We're going to pay some more bills, man. We're going to pay some bills, and then we, uh, we'll, we'll get back. We'll get back. We're going to talk about family. We're going to talk about the main topic. Give you some stories about my, my family and my life, you know, how it was growing up for me. All right? I don't really got nothing to say right here, but if you would like to get some ad space so that you can be filling up this space instead of hearing me talk about myself, make sure that you DM me. On Twitter, on Instagram at the fake pres Remo, or you can you know email me at i am presremo at gmail dot com and let's talk. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's get back to the show. People want people listening. People waiting. Let's go. Get out of here. Come on, go, 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 go. Yeah, it's one of those unpacking episodes. Everybody loves to talk about and stuff. Where you sitting here? Talk about things that you know you don't normally talk about, but uh, they help you grow as a person, you know. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to grow as a person, so hopefully, uh, this helps. Um, so like, uh, I found some questions online and stuff that help me, uh, answer the questions and you know give the right information that I could, you know, so, um, it was asking me, uh, what's my first memory of, you know, family, 
Um, and my own personal one, my first memory was uh, when I was 17 and I left the group home for the first time. And well, I was still in the group home, should I say, but I went on a home visit to meet up with my brother, my oldest brother. And um, that's the first time we touched base since, I guess, before I can remember anything. I said it on a podcast episode, sometimes I think I woke up at five. Um, it was just like, hey, I'm here, what up, everybody? Because I don't remember anything before then. Um, so, basically, my earliest memory of my childhood was at five, and I was in foster care, so it wasn't like, you know, I was just attached to these people from the beginning. There was really no attachment to begin with. And then at 17, you know, I'm a grown-ass boy at that time, so it was a little different at the the thought process looked differently. You know, I was happy to see him. I was happy to be around him. But it was like, was it going to be what you thought it was going to be? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? Especially not with everybody being older and things like that. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is, you know. In my family, I'm probably most closest to the kids. <laughs> The nieces and nephews, um, more than the adults. I love the kids. I'm always here for the kids and stuff like that. So I'm definitely way more closer to the kids than I am, you know, my brothers and sisters and stuff. Um, but my little brother, um, school, seven two gifted, my struggle listening to his music and shit. Me and him, uh, probably what I'm closest to because uh, we just have a connection. It's a little different. He does music. I do music. Um, we both love playing video games and stuff like that. And we, both, we love, both love women and stuff like that, you know? So we, we kind of got a lot of things in common, you know? We, we, we think alike, uh, you know? That dynamic is there, and I appreciate my guy. Um, my guy, Scoop. I love that name, Scoop. He don't use it no more, but I love that name, Scoop. Um, I, but I learned all my values, values and beliefs. I can't even say certain words. Isn't it weird that I'm a podcast and I can't say values? Oh, I just said it. I'm winning. But um, I learned basically all my values and beliefs from uh, watching television. Like uh, TGIF. I was a latchkey kid, so I was always in front of a television. Always television raised me. I came home from school, popped something in the microwave, make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something, and then eat bowl of cereal or something. And then I was in front of the television until mom came home, until my foster parent came home. So that's where I learned all my uh, values and beliefs about what family is. Watching like shows like Family Matters and Home Improvement, Boy Meets World, and that kind of gave me the idea of what family is, you know, or what a family should be like. So I always valued those opinions and thoughts of what a family was. And yeah, I mean, I didn't know it was more like Eddie Griffin's family and dysfunctional family, but you know, it was, it is what it is. I was kind of sheltered being in the foster care system and the group homes where I didn't really know what was going on out here in the world like that. Like, you know, you watch TV and shit like that. But 
I, I wasn't out here like that to be doing with drugs and stuff and all that was uh, it was it was different you know it was a different aspect of things you know but tv basically gave me my my first values and beliefs you know and it brings me back to like it's probably why I'm the way I am where I kind of do what I want because I've never had much discipline in my uh later years in life I mean I got beat a lot in the foster homes I know it's weird to think, damn, you was a foster home. How are you getting beatings? Now, I got beatings a lot. I got my ass kicked. I got my ass beat a lot. I was bad. I mean, I deserved most of my beatings. I'm not saying that I didn't deserve, but uh, they should have happened. They shouldn't have happened, but they did. And I can't do nothing about it now. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But. It was fun times. <laughs> it was it was fun times to be alive. It was fun times to be alive. But after that, pretty much, um, in the group home, it was like dumb punishments. Oh, you can't go outside and stuff like that, and and things like that. And nah, I didn't care about none of that shit like that. I was cool. I just wanted to sit and write anyway. So like, you literally punished me and allowed me to sit and just jot shit in my notebook. Oh, that was great. That was great. I was able to live life. <laughs> I was ready to live life in the group home. It was cool. But uh, it also caused me to look at things where like eh, I can't be touched, can't be punished, you know. Can't do shit wrong until you know I came out the group home and realized, oh shit, you can go to jail. Oh no, no, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to go to jail. So I just stopped. I chilled out. That's all the discipline I needed. I wasn't gonna be one of those niggas to go to jail. You know what I'm saying? I see my brothers get locked up, and I'm just like, nah, I'm cool. That don't seem like fun. That don't seem like something someplace I want to go. You know what I'm saying? Um. But, like, I wonder how the relationship with my brothers and sisters would be if we grew up together. It would be such a strain on the relationship. It would be so tough for us to uh, put things together and come together if we had grown up together. Like, uh, I grew up with one of my brothers, and our relationship is, is weird. Some days it's cool. Some days it's not. Some days I wonder why he does the things he do. Um, other days I don't. Sometimes he doesn't even know that I know the things he do, but um, I always wish the best for him. Shit, I wish the best for all my family, regardless if we talk every day or not. Like my little sister, man, she got this whole lash business, man. I need to tap into that. Uh, is it Trap Minx? You know what I'm saying? Trap Minx LLC. Like she out here doing her, her thing. Um. She's signing contracts. She, she's just motivating. She's inspiring. You know what I'm saying? I don't really want to run a business, more or less. Uh, I just have the brand that I, the podcast and the stuff like that and the photography and shit like that. But, like, to see her growth from when I first, you know, got reintroduced to her and she was 14, 15, ended up having a baby at a young age and, and, found a way to push through it as a single mom working a full-time job to be able to run a business and be jet-setting across countries and shit for business meetings and stuff like that is it's amazing man i'm super duper proud of her for all that she do um make sure you follow her on uh, her business um trap minx whatever it is trap minx i mean that shit is fire 
go grab you guys some lashes and shit. I'll try and get you get you get you guys a promo code. You know what I'm saying? Um, if I could, I get a promo code. I get this. I'll throw it up on here. But you know, it is what it is, right? But it's like I love my family, and I know uh, some days, you know, they don't believe it. I kind of stay to myself a lot, and I know my communication sucks. My communication sucks with you guys, you know. Just imagine how it is with the women I date. It's probably even worse because, you know, I don't talk to them. And I'll be mad emotional and shit because of what I go through with y'all. And I don't even share the shit with them. I, I internalize a lot of stuff, you know, in the hopes that I don't alienate anybody in my family any more than we already are. Or upset anybody, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it is what it is, you know? I just feel like a lot of people in my timeline talk about their families and they talk about the dynamic of their families. And I'm just like, man, I understand. But then there's some people out there who have great families, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, man, I wish. But then I don't because my family made me who I am, made me tough, they made me strong. It made me able to deal with things that a lot of people can't deal with, you know. So then it helps in my relationships, you know. Yeah, it's traumatic and stuff like that. And, but, you know, you can heal. I don't really have a therapist. Like I tell you guys all the time on my pods and shit, this is my therapy. I come here and I talk to you guys, you know. I tell you guys and I try to be real with myself every time I do this podcast. And, and so, like, I know I'm not perfect. As a brother, as an uncle, even as a dad, you know, I know I could be better. And I'm hoping that, you know, with everything that I'm doing and things get a little better and they start to grow, um, maybe we can pull things back together, you know, but I know if you don't get the love that you want to get and the love you want to receive from people, it, it'll never get easy. It'll get harder and harder and harder to see a reason to even want to keep going. I want to deal with people. But it don't make me love them any less. I grew up loving you guys from a distance, you know, and um, it is what it is, you know. I don't blame nobody. I don't hate nobody. And yeah, it's certain things that I wish we had, but it is what it is. If it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be, and I'm big on that. I'm big on the universe telling me what it's supposed to be. If it's supposed to be that, it's supposed to be that. But like, if you guys do got a good family, you guys listening and shit like that, if you guys do have a great family, man, do whatever you can then to solidify those bonds, to cement those bonds. Because it's kind of, you're going you're gonna to always need somebody. As much as you think you don't need anybody, you're always going to need somebody. And it'd be good to lean on those people if you could, you know. But that's why most people have support systems. And I just want to support her because 
you go to your support systems and things like that and hope it works. Like I've created my own support systems. I've created my own family by my community, you know. So it's like I don't need technically to go to my family per se anymore for emotional support. I got friends all over the world I can hit up. That's my family now that we can talk to and chat. And they give me that emotional support that I was missing. They give me that brotherly, sisterly bonds that I was missing. And I appreciate it. But I always love my moms, though. Like, I only get one mom. I know I had, like, mad foster parents and stuff like that. But you only get one mom. And I love my mom. With all her flaws and everything. Like, she's still my lady. Um, But, yeah. I don't want to talk about this no more. <laughs> right? I don't want to talk about this no more, bro. Shit is annoying. You know, it's frustrating. And I know one day I'm going to have to, you know, dive even deeper in. But, you know, nobody wins when the family feuds, man. Jada said it. Nobody wins when the family feuds. Like, no matter how angry I get, no matter how upset I get, no matter everything that I know and the things that you can say on this podcast to make myself feel better. I learned a long time ago, revenge isn't worth it. Karma is the best revenge. So, you know, I'm not worried about what happens and what doesn't happen. All I know is that if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And if it isn't, then, you know, I'm not going to cry about it anymore. Um, and neither should you guys, you know, I know a lot of you guys, whether it be a, a, a mother or father or brother or sister, you know, um, maybe even your kid, you know, you guys are beefing, you guys maybe had an argument and you guys stepped out and you guys aren't talking, but, you know, someone got to be the bigger person one day, especially the way people dying. People just out here dying left and right, whether it be the gun violence, whether it be the COVID-19, whether it be the flu, whether it be just old age. People are dying. They're here one day and gone tomorrow. Make sure you tell the ones you love that you love them before it's over. Because you never know when they could be taken from you and you'll have those regrets. You'll be living with those regrets, you know? So make sure you tell your family you love them, whether they're your immediate family or the family you built or the family you created because your wife and your kids is your family too so make sure you tell them that make sure you uh, keep focusing on the positive things in life you know so I'm not gonna keep running my ear about the same old thing but Nobody wins when the family feuds, guys. I love my family. Through the good, through the bad. The immediate. The fosters. The the ones I adopted. The ones I got adopted into. I thank you guys all for helping make me me. Without you guys, there are no me. There's no me to come here and sit here and talk my shit. You know? That was an episode, you know. I ain't talking about myself, and we all know this, but 
I feel like maybe, you know, talking about the dysfunction in my family, you know, part one. <laughs> I didn't really deep in, deep, dive, deep dive deep into any stories, but I just know that, like, my family going to come together one day. I don't know if it's going to take one of us to, you know, be successful and be able to find a way to bring us all together. But one day it's going to be the way I envisioned it. And even if it isn't, it's okay. Like I said, I don't love anybody any less. Shout out to all my siblings. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my auntie, Auntie Erica in Virginia. And Uncle Rashawn, shout out to you too. Uh, Shout out to all my friends that have become family, you know. Shout out to all the foster parents that raised me. I don't know if you guys ever listen to these podcasts and stuff, but shout out to the TV. Shout out to TV Box. Lupe Fiasco made a song called Daydreaming. So shout out to all the televisions out there that had raised me. Because if it wasn't for y'all, either it would be no me. You know? You know, you know, you know. Let me get out of here, guys. I'm not going to continue to talk your ear off. If you made it this far into the podcast, then you might as well motherfucking subscribe. Real shit, nigga. <laughs> if you made it this far into the podcast, you might as well follow me on Twitter. At the Press Remo Show. Also, you can follow my main page, my personal page, at the Fake. Chris Remo. Uh, I want to use this time though before I get out of here to shout out the creators on my timeline. I don't know if you guys are listening to my podcast. I don't even know if you guys tap in. But shout out to all the creators on my timeline because. Through COVID-19, you guys found a way to push through. You guys network, make great friends and stuff like that. And the future's unlimited for you guys. And shout out to all the tarot tarot card readers and the healers, you know what I'm saying? Guys are helping heal people and helping people understand things a lot better and giving people hope. And I appreciate you guys. Also, big shout out to... Um, all my friends that, you know, keep me grounded, you know, Bobby and Shella, Bella and, and Joy and, you know, and E and, you know, everybody out there, you know, that, that, that loves me and I give them love back. So shout out to you guys. I appreciate you guys so, so much. Um, next week's episode, I'm going to talk about relationships because, you know, I know everybody always talking about relationships on the timeline. This is like my extended timeline, by the way. You know, I come here to talk my shit. But yeah, boom, boom, boom. Relationships in 2020 is crazy, That the the, the, the aspects of it. Um, I'm going to have a guest next week. I'm going to have a real good friend come up, and we're going to be talking shit about relationships. You got that? So make sure you tap in. If you aren't, subscribe. If you aren't, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the fake press Remo. With that being said, remember, nobody wins when the family feuds. 
So go be your best selves. Go be your best selves, man. And put the guns down. Put the guns down, guys. Put the guns down. And that's one thing I respect about Vaughn. I think we definitely put hands on 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 old boy. You know what I'm saying? But I know you went to the guns, so it is what it is, alright? But yeah, stay stay peaceful. Stay safe. Love yourself more. Love yourself more. I know I'm working on loving myself more. I got a reminder that I didn't love myself enough this week. So I'm going to go work on that. But that being said, man, I love you guys. And I'm nothing without you guys. So I appreciate you guys for keep tapping in. Make sure you guys hit my timeline up, man. Talk your shit. Tell me how you feel, man. Tell me how you feel about this podcast episode. Hit me up at the Fake Press Remo on Twitter. Or, you know, you could just whatever. Subscribe and share. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends to tell a friend. Tell your friends to tell a friend. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I'm just be talking shit. All right, baby, baby. It's Prez Remo. This is the Prez Remo Show. This was episode 18, and it was sponsored by The Weed Man. <laughs> I'm out of here, baby.